No doubt, no doubt. Yo, this is Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and today we got a special guest, man, all the way from Detroit. You know what I mean? Representing. Yeah. What's what going up? on, Miss Corona? What's happening? You got it. You got it, bro. You got it. Oh, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you and good to be seen. You know how you know how the world is right now. It's moving a lot different. You know what I'm saying? So You I'm got blessed. that right. Yeah. You got that right. You must be feeling good. New album coming. I am feeling, I'm feeling excellent. You know what I'm saying? The new album coming, The Healer and The Heartbreaker. It was uh, therapeutic to write this, write this project. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to be vulnerable and talk about the heartbreak that I went through. And, um, you know, I'm ready to move on to the next chapter. But until then, you know what I'm saying? We got to pump these joints out there. So thank you for having me. Thank you for being the first interview since the single dropped. No doubt, no doubt. That's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So the new the new song Lies, you just dropped that joint. Yeah, I dropped it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> produced you know, by Blizzard. Produced by Blizzard. That's my little bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not your it's not your typical, you know, joint that people would drop on Valentine's Day, but it was the vibe that I was feeling. I felt like those people who went through heartbreak and heartache before in, in the middle of the pandemic, before Valentine's. It, it was something suitable for them so you know um yeah 
for the brokenhearted people in the world. We, this is a, this is our comeback song. Hey, listen, man. I think that when it comes to that, those type of situations, like relationships and stuff like that, I think all they do is make you stronger. People think that it just make you stronger just in a relationship. Right, right, right. But well-rounded and balanced, that makes it stronger as a whole. You know what definitely, I mean? Definitely. I could definitely see, definitely see a lot of the strengths that I've gained from, you know, from the, the, the pain that I endured. Because it was a lot of pain. Like, let me be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like this project was like a healing, uh, a, a healing and therapeutic project to make. But that wasn't just based off of romantic relationships. What led me into into writing this project? You know what I'm saying? Like, just going through a healing process of losing a lot of people physically. You know, um, some that are no longer walking the earth, and some people that just dissipated out of my life and fell off as friends. Just you know. So it was like, like a grieving process. You grieve somebody who's still alive. That's totally, that's a different type of pain than hit, grieving somebody that you will never see again. But if you see somebody in passing that you, you know, that relationship died off and you really like, you know what I'm saying? You can't speak. That's a whole nother pain right there, you know? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And one thing that I noticed going back to your catalog and listening to a lot of songs and releases that you put out, you put your heart into that. Thank you. I try. I try every time. You know, one, one thing about me is um, anytime I go into creating a project, I approach it authentic, you know, authentically. Like, I can't be anything other than myself. In the past, um, when I was younger and growing up and working with different producers and, you know, they wanted me to have a certain sound because the industry wanted, you know, me to be a different type of artist. But I'm glad that I stuck to my, my guns and, um, you know, just continuously have been myself because right now I feel like in my career, I'm, I'm gaining more and more fans, even though, you know, I've been in this game for a long time. It's just fresh new people that are uh, getting familiar with me as an artist and they appreciate that authenticity when they hear the past music and, you know, the current stuff as well. So, you know what I mean? Even though I've grown and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like growing with the times and with the music, they still see that it's, it's me. Like I'm, I've been myself the whole run. So, yeah. And I think it's more appreciated too when you, when you, uh, when it happens that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it starts yeah. off, it starts off like, man, this thing is taking forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then as time goes by, you start gaining traction. And then now every time you drop something, it's like, everybody's like, yo, damn, that's Miss Corona. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you get that, you get that, uh, you know, that setup with the people, you get that connection with the people that, that, you know, that when you drop something it's going to get love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause you yeah, got those people that are always there for you, you know, and you don't even yeah. know in them. Exactly. I was just about to say, um, you know, I got my core, uh, friend, uh, I don't like to call them fans. You know what I'm saying? I got my, my core, uh, family of supporters and then I have the newcomers that's, that are like newfound family members and supporters and um, they all be like man I feel like I've known you forever you know what I'm saying because just the way I connect with everybody like it's, it's different they like man some artists don't even like communicate back like I appreciate the fact that you messaged me back I didn't think that you would I'm like man you know I'm a regular person too <laughs> there you go there you, <laughs> you go know, I, I, been in a couple movies but i've been you know what i'm saying but uh i'm still a regular person but yeah 
It feels great when you, uh, pe people that reach out too don't even know the same language, you know, but they know the same music though. Okay. Cause, cause right now, currently I'm teaching, um, songwriting course for this, uh, organization called the Yes Academy with students over in Uganda. Last year I taught students over in Kenya. Most of them don't even rap in, in English, you know what I'm saying? But um, our universal language is music and that's where we meet and connect that. And so it's really dope to be able to give them my expertise for being in the, you know, in the game for a long time and my knowledge. And I always, I'm always honest with them. Like, I ain't gonna pretend like I know everything. I'm still a student. I'm still a sponge. And at any point when a person feels like they can no longer learn something, then they need to find another avenue and another lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never going to feel like I'm an expert at being, uh, uh, artists, you know, like, cause I'm always learning something new about myself creatively and artistically and about different, like I just started, uh, making beats last year in, in, in August. They so, sound you know, pretty good. <laughs> thank you. So, you know, I mean, every, I'm just a sponge. I try to be a sponge in every room that I'm in, any situation that I'm in creatively. And so I feel like when I lose that feeling and that interest, then I just need to step away. But I haven't, thankfully, I haven't lost that, you know, um, to walk away completely. A couple of years ago, I felt jaded by the music business and felt like I needed to walk away from it. And I just took a long, extensive break and uh, came back with a project in 2020. And, you know, I've been on go ever since then. Like once the pandemic hit and then being named that, well, I can't say being named after a pandemic, a pandemic being named after me. And forcing me to come out of retirement in a way. Um, it is really and seeing a lot of people that I know and love no longer walking the earth, it just made me have a sense of urgency with creating. So, you know, I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm working from the heart, I'm creating from the heart. And when I feel like it's good, I'ma drop it. You know, I don't even care about any of the, you know, this is that's not a standard day because everybody's like Valentine's Day on a Monday. How you gonna drop a song on a Monday? Because I can. I'm an independent artist and I can do it. Drop it on a Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. It don't matter. You know. You know what I'm saying. That's the but, beautiful thing about it. You exactly, know. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So you mentioned earlier that you've been in some movies. Let the people know. You know, because you're real humble. But let's <laughs> you know let, let let's talk our ish as they say out here, right? So let what? let the people know what what. What movies you been in? So I've been in this movie called Number One Contender. I've been in a movie called Detroit Diamond. I've been in um, a bunch of documentaries. Uh, so if you think of your beef documentaries, I've been in a couple of those. Um, but the most uh, notable and recognizable household movie that I was in is Eight Mile featuring Eminem. You know, and I was in the lunch truck scene with Exhibit and Marshall, well, sorry, Exhibit and Eminem, and um, yeah, so that's 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 probably the most recognizable, because most of the other films have been straight to DVD films and independent films, so, you know, um, yeah, but I'm, probably, so in awesome. I'm probably in everybody's house that's going to be watching this on, <laughs> on a DVD, or they've been seeing me on, um, on on demand or something at some point, yeah. That, that's amazing, you know what, because People won't even go through that line ever in their life. Yeah. And you were able to do that. Man, you know? I was able to do that. And, and what's, what's, what's funny is I almost missed the opportunity and not on purpose. You know, it was my schedule and time. And um, when the, uh, 
the casting directors were searching for me. They had seen me rapping around the community at a lot of hip hop spots mm. here in Detroit. And so they were looking for me, but I had, I, I had shows in different States for the first two auditions. I missed them. And the third audition, I was like trying to go to a whole nother place. <laughs> so, you know, um, but they, they were like, yo, they sent my homeboy Cobb a message, may rest in peace. And he was like, yo, don't go to that spot. Come down to this hotel. They looking for you. They want you to have a speaking part. The other location is for extras. And it was like, I think they said it was like a hundred and something women that had auditioned. Wow. That part that I got, you know, most of them were from Detroit. Some were actually MCs themselves and some were just trying to just take a stab at it. You know, it was chicks from Ohio and Chicago um, that came through the audition and, you know, so what was for, what was for me? I felt like okay, what was for me was for, what was for me, and I had laryngitis when I shot the part, and I couldn't even speak on the set for the first three days. I was just wow. like, they was talking to me. I don't know. They thought I was starstruck, but I, they talking to me, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. That's cool. That that's called making it work, man. Yo, man, I ended up if I had enough, but but luckily, one one um. It was the day for me to shoot the scene. Is I like the the makeup artist came in? They was like hooking me up. Shit, they like okay, it's your it's your day, girl. <laughs> and you know the other couple of days, like I said, I was just be on there like you know looking at the script. I'm like mm-hmm, they talking to me, and the lady was like, "You so quiet, you know, girl. Do you talk? How you gonna be getting ready for this scene? And you 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 so shy." And I was like. I don't have no voice. And she was like, What? Their job was, I didn't know if it was nerves, if it was what it was. But um, my voice was gone. And they just started pumping me with tea and vitamin C and halls and everything. And they was just like, Girl, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. We about to try to nurse you back to health. I wish that I would have got those ladies connects, you know what I'm saying? And their numbers is like or their names or anything because you know like if it wasn't for them who knows because when it said well when it was time to say action all that I was praying hard like lord jesus please let me be able to get my voice to come out and you showed up too because there's people that probably would have been like oh nah i'm good i don't feel good you know what i'm saying like nah man you gotta go for it well you don't know when's the next time they're gonna be putting you on like that you know, and, and 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 that's what like at the time, and and this is another thing. Like at the time, I had no idea like what the songs were for the movie, what the soundtrack was. So when the movie came out, and I watched it in the room with everybody else, when Eminem's song came on, and he was like, "You only get one shot. Don't miss your chance to blow." I knew exactly like I, that hit me in the gut so tough because it was like. I knew I was living it, you know what I'm saying, in that moment. And nobody really knew what I was going through except for the the, the chick who was, like, trying to manage me at the time and the two ladies in the makeup trade. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That's that's an experience that you're going to take with you forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Now, you... Your your style is 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 distinct, you know, and 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 I love, uh, because people say you know they they get it misconstrued, right? As they say, you know, when they say artist, 
mm-hmm. or they say, because uh, to me, an artist is somebody that's complete. You know, that's that's an artist to me, somebody that's complete, right? Because an artist can mean anything. So you got to be able to, you know, uh, you know, handle everything that's thrown at you, right? Mm-hmm. So to with, with me with you, it's like you have you have your own style, mm. but it's like I can hang, you know. Because let's be honest, females don't get a lot of love like that in the no. hip hop. Unfortunately, I've always don't. been a fan. I've been a fan since Moni Love. Um, I've been a fan since Entice, Stesosonic, you know what I'm saying? I could go back, you know, to them hardcore rhymes. So I was always, I love female rappers too, man. Especially when a female rapper is going over some underground joints. That's a freaking artist. So you put yourself aside from everybody that's doing it. And you could say you could be in ciphers, with anybody. I'm not even going to say dudes, anybody. Mm-hmm. And you can represent, you know what I'm saying? Cause you just know how to mesh. You know how to, you know how to fit in, you wow. know, and, and li- listening to the music, man, it's like, wow. You know, let's be honest. I, so, sometimes I sit back and I go, damn, man, why this person haven't, you know what I'm saying? Why, why isn't this person, you know, there, but it's that at the same time, let's be honest you're labeled as an underground artist. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So us underground folks are going to show you love and we're going to understand you. Mm-hmm. Right? Those cats up there, they don't understand that, man. Nah. They're too busy popping bottles and enjoying yeah. life and throwing money in the air, whatever. That stuff to me is corny as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate when an artist gets in and takes the pen and goes deep, that when you're listening to their music, you're like, yo, that music is crazy, bro. And check this out. Mm-hmm. It's a female, yo. Yeah. And you know what? I get a lot too, because, you know, my vocal tone is not, is not, you know, light and dainty. So they be like, yo, no offense. I know you was a, I know you was a woman at first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like your voice is, is harder than some of the dudes out here rapping. And I'll be like, But that's you know. expression though. But that's yeah. expression though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I could tell, but mm-hmm. it's your expression, the way you're going in on the track. You put them feelings on you, man, and you just go in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I listen to music, I listen to the whole thing. I try to look at it from a person's perspective, from the artist's perspective, from somebody that's reviewing the music, from somebody that loves music, somebody that understands where the person's coming from, all that. I just don't sit there and go play. Right. Oh, yeah, that shit was hot. Nah, that's not how you listen to music, man. Yeah. You got to appreciate it. Enjoy it. Now, you know. I look at um, the way I approach music. Well, first and foremost, you know, my parents introduced me to music at a a super young age. You know what I mean? So I feel like my appreciation for it and being well-rounded, you know, it it has a lot to do with them and just my upbringing. Mm. Um, But, uh, you know, for those who may be familiar with a lot of, like, 70s R&B music, my dad was a part of, uh, a group called the floaters they had a number one hit back in the 70s um so 
And then my uncle is a part of a group called, um, um, what's the name of the group? I can't even think of them right now. That's crazy. And I'm, I got my godfather as a part of enchantment. But um, I am come from a musical family, you know. Uh, although I don't play any instruments any longer when I was younger, play violin, bass, cello, you know, wish I would have stuck with those things. But once hip hop came into my life, I focused on trying to master that craft. I wanted to be as cold as Run DMC and, you know, Rakim, who I'm about to be blessed to do a concert with in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Like, shout to Rakim, man. Okay. Okay. So, all of those MCs, MC Lighting, Queen Latifah, and everybody, I listen to the wordplay. I listen to how they approach the song. I listen to the way they told stories. And so, those are things that I still carry um, as an artist and as an individual. Like, you know, how they say hip hop is a way of life. We not, we don't just do it just for the sake of doing it. We live it. So, you know, I think those feelings that you get when you hear my music is because, again, it comes from an authentic place. You know what I'm saying? And just the love and appreciation and respect for those that came before me and not wanting to embarrass the, the like, what, what would I look like getting up on stage and opening up for Rakim and, and, and Slick Rick and being like, yo, me and them like, yo, I look up to y'all, but then be sounding like trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I studied those MCs. I studied, I see you got the Shine Price shirt on. You know what I mean? And Rest in peace. Yeah, all of those individuals. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my love and appreciation and respect for this industry. Um, well, I don't say industry, the art, the art form of hip hop, because I don't really give a fuck about the industry things. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the art form of hip hop. And I stepped away from music for a while, a couple years ago. But, you know, one of the reasons why I felt like I needed to come back was because I didn't feel comfortable with the women who were on the scene here in Detroit. And I was like, there's really nobody I could pass the torch to. But now, within the recent years, I feel like it's, you know, two individuals that I could pass the torch to. And it's no disrespect and no stab at, like, I got some sisters who rhyme. They dope. They dope. They got their own lane. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to DSS and, you know, Neat Love Road, a whole bunch of, we created a whole scene, a whole movement here called the Foundation of Women in Hip Hop. Mm. So you know, that was important to me to be able to nurture other women in my community, in my city, and show them that it was cool and it was okay because it's a male-dominated field. And a lot of the time we would go to some of these venues and you sign up. If you're not a headliner, you sign up for the open mic and they see a female's name, a woman's name, and they push you to the end of the list or they don't even recognize you, you know what I'm saying, unless you're getting a co-sign from somebody else. But um, I just felt like all of the people who came before me who ushered the next generation in, that was my duty to do for my city you know what I'm saying and then I felt like yo I still got something to say I guess because people still wanted to hear me yeah Um, yeah and so you know but now I see I look at young up-and-coming artists like uh Detroit Che and then it's another young lady by the name of um Crimson Alchemist who's dope and I'm like yo if I walked away right now and retired 
then I then it'll be okay. You know what I mean? Because the because they got this. You know. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You always uh you know try to try to leave a a a a setup behind to where people could be like okay yo she did it like this let me take it and you know put my twist on it and whatnot and that's okay yeah and it's okay and you know what's crazy all of the foundation like no pun intended being a, a creator of the the movement the foundation but all of the foundation that i laid for not just the women in my community for the guys as well I still don't get the recognition that I deserve, you know what I'm saying, that I feel I deserve, but I know the things that I've done, and I know, you know, and I know they know. Like, I be looking at some of the artists, like, I gave this I gave this little motherfucker his name. He don't need, you know what I mean? But I don't walk around like, you know, I named this. I gave this. And I just be like, okay, you move different than when I met you and helped you get to this point, but it's okay. We know what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the world we're living in, though. It's unfortunate, though. You know, that's why me with this platform here, I don't care what nobody says. I come on here, and if I have you on here, I'm going to give you your flowers, and I'm going to let you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know when's the next time I'm going to see somebody. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we need a place like this where we can come on here and chop it up and let the people know Yo, go check that, go check that session out. You know what I mean? When Miss Corona and Zaj, you know what I'm saying? They were on there chopping it up. And they're like, damn, yo, that platform's pretty cool because they go on there and they talk and yo, they let them talk. I, and I keep saying, in my mind, I keep saying Z, but I know your name is Zaj. And I'm like, I'm keep looking at the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, it's short, it's short for Abdul Aziz. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just put Zaj, you know what I mean? Love so, it. But, love but yeah, I mean, you know, this is, this is great. I love that, that, you know, and, and I wish I could do more. And to all the artists out there that send me their stuff, I appreciate you guys. You know what I mean? Send the videos, send, send whatever you want. I'll put it on there. This is for us. This, this, this ain't mine. I'm just a face because somebody got to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Send that music, tap in radio with eyes at gmail.com. Send the videos. I'll put them on my YouTube page. You know what I mean? And, and we're here. We're here for the people. You know what I'm saying? This is the platform. I don't know how many times I got to say that, but it's crazy. Yeah, I appreciate you once again for having me on here. And shout out to Pat for, you know, yeah, making, shout that out Pat. Yeah, making that connection. Because now I finally, I finally can put the, the face with the voice and the name. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, I know who that is. You know what I'm saying? But, Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, we do this for the love, you know, we do this for love, you know, and, and, and I, I I love doing it and I love meeting people every day. And, and, and if it helps it, even if it gets you five more people, two more people, one more person, that's one more person that you didn't have before the interview. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, that's how you got to look at it. Yes, for sure. But yeah, you got to create. Like you, I like you because you know, your energy and the way that you move in your interviews and stuff, it kind of puts me in the mind of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had a podcast, if I had a show, I feel like it would be along those lines. You know what I mean? Like, because that's how I am as a, as a a artist, as an individual in general, but, um, show love, man. That's all we got to do. We got to show love to each other. Yeah. There's a lot of money out here. You know, a lot of artists feel, Oh, 
let me not say nothing about this guy right here or this girl right here. It might hinder my opportunities. That's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit, that's that gatekeeper shit. They don't want nobody else to get no recognition and they want to seem like they're the only person doing it and you know what I mean like that's nah How you that's like to- listen that's like if you found a cream right that takes off the rashes and you know you know like about 15 people that gets those rashes and you got that cream and you're like nah I ain't telling them cats nothing really right, be itchy and uncomfortable that's some that's some cold selfish shit <laughs> You know what I mean? That's cold. That's cold. But you know, while we're talking about that, like I've always been the type of artist, like say for instance, you know, I've gotten booked for big gigs and they'd be like, yo, you got a, a hour set. And then my mom like, what the fuck am I to do up there for an hour? Like, like I got the material, but let's be honest, people's attention span is different now, you know? And Very I'm short. like, okay, what am I about to do up there for an hour? Now, yes, I'm going to still take that hour, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to call some up-and-coming artists or some of my other artist friends is doing some shit that I love and respect, and I'm going to bring them and incorporate them in my show, which is in turn going to make my show better because they like, yo, okay, it might be somebody who in that audience is like, oh, she brought up such and such and such and such, and then they did a collab, and they, you know, I didn't even know they had a song together, but we really probably don't even have a song together. We just did some shit just for the sake of doing it. Mash that joint out (laughs) right on stage. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I wish it was more people that did that, but you know, if you, if you, if you don't lay the groundwork for it, then nobody's going to think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And even sometimes when you lay the groundwork for it, it's still a a selfish mindset of, I got to hold on to all of the resources I got. So they don't want to even share nothing. That's, but that's selfish, you know what I'm saying? And I always say, man, lead by example. I try to lead by example. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm an old school cat, and I'm still here, and I'm I'm still doing it, you know what I mean? And psh, I live a regular life just like everybody else, you know what I mean? But I, w- I wish that people would think like that more often because, you know, I saw a post where uh, Fat Joe mentioned, uh, it was a Diamond D or something, he said something, he was like, if it wasn't for this cat, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, I would, it wouldn't be no fat job. But think about all of the individuals who pulled up another artist. They saw something in somebody. They saw, if it wasn't somebody who, a producer who saw Nas, you know what I'm saying? And had like, yo, come here. Like, I want to do a song with you. I want to introduce you to such and such. You know what I mean? Or saw a Jay-Z or whoever, you know what I mean? And maybe a Gene Gray. Like, who, we need Man. somebody who pulls other people in. I wish that folks would get back to that because there's so many dope artists um, that are considerably, I look at it like it's cool. I don't feel like it's a, it's a bad thing to be an underground artist because where do you find the diamonds and gems at? Underground. You know what I mean? Like that's where all the jewels are kept underground, buried underground. You know, even the, the trees grow from underground. They're rooted in the ground. That's right. I'm, I don't feel like it's a bad thing. So when people are like, I ain't underground. I'm not an underground. Are you selling out stadiums? Or are you doing venues where it holds three, 400 people? Then you're underground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Are you selling thousands and thousands of records? And even if you're still selling thousands and thousands of records, it's okay to sell thousands of records and be underground. And don't count them streams either. Them little 2,000 streams <laughs> I'll be getting. But it's, you know, that's, I'm not ashamed to, to be an underground artist. You know I what love I mean? it, man. I I'm love a it. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. You, you know got full I mean? control, man. I love that. I love it. I love control of my of my destiny, my, my, my creativity. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got full control. And also too, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that I know, like back in the day, I'm not going to front. I wanted a record deal. I wanted to sign with Rockefeller. I wanted to sign with Shady Records. You know, those is two of the Def Jam. Like those, I'm like, y'all want to be part of the, these people. Like if I, like those were the three labels. Initially it was Def Jam. Then when, you know, M got on, I was like, yo, that's a hometown hero. Boom. I would be dope. All my friends are on Shady Records. But in my heart, I was like, I want to be on Rockefeller. You know what I mean? Like, if I could get a deal, then that's where I want to go. I didn't get that deal. But I know people who had deals with Electra, who had deals with RCA, who had deals with Tommy Boy, who had deals with FUBU Records, so forth and so on. And they are nowhere right now. And I'm like, yo, I'm more relevant than a lot of the artists who <laughs> that's what happens deals. And and I count my blessings and I'm thankful for every step that I took because if I would have walked those paths that other people took, when you know, when you're younger, you looking at other people like, man, why ain't you get on? And such and such and such and such. Because it's not your time. You not know, that's time. not your path. That's not your path to walk. That's not your lane to walk, you know what I'm saying? Or a lane to drive. So I, I'm appreciative for the, the journey that I have because had it not been for those uh detours and speed bumps and roadblocks and you know doors that close and windows that shut then I wouldn't be here having a conversation with you. I wouldn't be, you know, being spent on a lot of the radio stations that are spearheaded by people that I looked up to as a kid. Like how about that? Never would have imagined, you know what I'm saying? That's I'm a like, blessing. Oh, That's a blessing there. Hell of a blessing. It's a hell of a blessing. You know? You know, but yeah, you got to let people know where they could grab your stuff at, man. I see your band camp. Yeah. Um, I'm on all streaming platforms. So you, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, everywhere, really. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But if, if, if you want to really support the truly underground aspects of my career, then just hit up the band camp so the money can come straight to me. That's but right. If you, if you feel more comfortable going through any of those other places to purchase the music, then feel free to do that. Also, you know, I got like a new album coming out that's going to be on vinyl, so you'll be able to get it off the website when the website relaunches. It's under construction right now. So um, it should be launching again. I think it probably should be up in like two weeks. So you'll be able to get the the uh, previous virus um, vinyl off of there. And then I got the Healer and the Heartbreaker project that's coming in April. So you'll be able to get that. Any merchandise. I have a clothing line called Triple Peaks Clothing. Nice. Um, at triplepeaksclothing.com. And it's, it's spelled just like it sounds, Triple Peaks Clothing. Um, we're going to have all those handles yeah, in the description the of the podcast. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, so I've been running around like a rabbit with the, with the head, well, a chicken with the head. Chicken with off. the head cut oh, off. Like, like a rabbit. <laughs> that too. 
I've been running around like a chicken with a head cut off, so I didn't get a chance to, to send that to you. But I'm gonna do that. And That's yeah, you know, shout out to Middle Finger Music. Um, shout out to uh, who else? I want to shout out. I want to shout out Blizzard. Let me shout out all the producers that's on this new project. The hell of a job, out. Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shout out Blizzard. I want to shout out Trace, Foulmouth, um, and myself, because I produced a beat on there. And to to my sister, Sean Phoenix, who wrote one of the one of the records on there. Um, but be on the lookout for the new project. Thank you, Zaz, for having me on here. No doubt. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Miss Corona, M-I-Z-K-O-R-O-N-A. And I'm looking forward to to tapping in with y'all in the future. Anybody need some features? Anybody need some beats? Go follow Golden Girl Productions. That tag will be under there too. And, uh, and you mean whatever you want to do. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. But yeah, we wanted to bring you over here, you know, and talk to you. Um, you know, can you hear me? Oh man. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. There you go. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so we wanted to bring you up here and show you love, you know what I mean? And let the people know, the people that don't know who Miss Corona is, now you know. The people that do know, keep celebrating Miss Corona because she's something special and it's not ending there. This is honestly just the beginning. She don't even know it yet, though, but it's just the beginning. Thank you, bro. And aside from that, man, uh, with a heavy heart, man, I lost one of my boys yesterday, man. Blackerson, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, that was my man right there. He passed, man. So, you know, I want to say sleep in peace, man. And, you know, make sure make sure you guys show love, man, to people when you see them, man. Even if it's somebody that you just saw that 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 you're a fan of, you know, go up to them, man. When If you do get to meet them, shake their hand and tell them, yo, man, I really appreciate what you're doing. All that starstruck stuff and, oh, I didn't want to be too, like, this thing. No, it's okay to say, yo, you had a lot to do with 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 the way I rap or the way I do this or, or you know, how you feel. Let them know how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Let them know they're appreciated, man. So, yeah, man. Let's, let's, let's chop it up. I know, I know we are ending it, but I got a song on my uh, album, The Injection. It's called Do That For Me. And um, I, I I speak about that all the time because people they be like I was nervous. They message me like I saw you somewhere. I was I was scared to say hi. I'm like, don't be scared. Yeah, you can yeah. Come, come up, come right up and say what's up, man. I mean, we 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 like to hear like you know feedback. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like talk to us. You know what I mean? We're not gonna yeah. bite. So yeah, man. I'm gonna let that go, man. With this joint called Crumpets by Stu Bangers and Blackiston. You know what I mean? Sleep in peace, man. Stay right there, sis. Sail after I lay down the hop, then I'm chilly. 
Yeah, man. Peace and love, man. Rest in peace. So, yeah, today was Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and we had a special guest all the way from Detroit, Miss Corona. Brrr.